Something positive can come out of the uh, public tragedies of Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain. A greater awareness uh, that anxiety and depression can afflict anyone, no matter how accomplished or emotionally well they appear to us. If you are depressed, if you have thoughts of harming yourself, if you feel unimportant that no one would care whether you are alive or not, if you have moments of paralyzing anxiety that go beyond the daily sadness and frustrations of life, get help. Don't wait. Find a therapist. Speak with one of us, one of the rabbis. Seek a friend. Talk with someone. Don't suffer alone. Overcome any lingering stigma that emotional pain might still have in our era. Professionals broadly agree that speaking about mental health does not increase the risk of self-harm. To the contrary, it allows the emotionally burdened some relief and incentive to find support. There is an unprecedented mental health crisis in our country. Officials describe it as an epidemic. Millions are addicted to painkillers and drugs of all kinds. Millions more are addicted to alcohol. Why are so many so burdened? We are healthier than ever, wealthier than ever, more educated than ever, more technologically advanced than ever. We have more free time than any generation that preceded us. We live longer than any generation that walked the face of the earth. We have more food than any previous generation. We are suffering not from lack of food, the scourge of the human race until our parents were born, but from too much food. There is an obesity epidemic in America. Our lives should be easier. Disorder, disharmony, uncertainty have always been part of the human condition. But what is it about the way that we live today that contributes to our anxiety? We're more connected than ever and seem lonelier than ever. We feel more isolated than ever, more fractured than ever. How could it be that in a world where everyone is in instant electronic reach of everyone else, how could it be that we are so lonely, that we are so isolated emotionally? At one and the same, the world has never been more open, more accessible, more unified, and yet more fragmented. The very connectedness and shrinking of the world that was supposed to bind us in a common thread of humanity has isolated us. We find ourselves more and more alone behind a screen and more and more distanced and polarized from our fellows. We have thousands of virtual friends 
but lack intimacy. We spend hours updating Facebook followers what we had for breakfast this morning. We spend days in chat rooms talking sense and nonsense, and yet we feel that no one is listening. The human creature needs to be listened to. I suspect that the wizards of technology who designed our smartphones and social media platforms purposely created devices that would hook us into using their product more. I suspect that side by side with technicians, brain chemistry experts helped to design machines that light up the center of our brains that crave recognition and attention. There is a reason why half of New York pedestrians no longer bother to look up from the sidewalk, staring instead into their machines. What are they looking for? What are they waiting for? The next shot of dopamine produced by a tweet from Justin Bieber directly to me? Justin Bieber is a friend? I'm completely committed to science and technology. Judaism is too. Our sages clarified, if something ails you, seek not divine intervention, but medical intervention. Go to a doctor, you fool. Then you can pray. If a doctor takes you to tells you to take a pill, whether for physical or emotional pain, and you trust your doctor, take the pill. Bear in mind that medical science, especially when it comes to mental health, is still in relative infancy. We do not understand enough the short and long-term effects of drugs and doses. Still, if your therapist tells you that the wiring in your brain can be positively changed synthetically, and you trust your therapist, take the drug. From a theological perspective, nothing about religion can be contradicted by science. I have never understood the antagonism that some believers have towards science. Physics is not the enemy of religion. Physics informs us how God created the universe. Judaism not only permits but requires us to conquer the ills of society by all the means at our disposal, including science and technology. It's one reason why so many doctors and scientists are Jewish. But 
Not every problem has a synthetic solution. This is the idolatry of the age, the false belief that the goddess of technology can solve every problem. No medical procedure can produce wisdom. No pill can guarantee tranquility, peace of mind, self-love, fulfillment, and self-acceptance. Cataract removal will improve your eyesight, but not your vision of life. Endoscopy can examine our stomach, but will tell us nothing about our guts. Angioplasty can repair our heart, but cannot give us heart. The latest fad diet might reduce our weight, but not the heaviness of the world. We now have specialists who write hundreds of books and give thousands of lectures a year analyzing what state we are in. All kinds of self-help gurus who themselves are the product of the very disorder and confusions of our daily lives they seek to cure. There is no medical shortcut, no biological breakthrough, no algorithm that will grant us understanding, forbearance, and endurance in the face of inevitable tragedy, absurdity, failure, and disappointment. Wisdom is acquired through a philosophy of life. Wisdom is acquired drop by drop through the awful grace of God. Avoid the temptation to Googleize your life. No tablet can cure our addiction to the tablet. Peace of mind, tranquility, happiness, self-love, self-worth, and self-fulfillment cannot be discovered on a website. Our objective is not a website, but insight. Our purpose is not information, but inspiration. Human nature has not changed. We still need friends. Not only virtual friends, but virtuous friends. Not only Facebook friends, but face-to-face -face friends. We still need community. We still need community that values us as individuals with whatever imperfections or disfigurements we may have. We still need to be listened to in order to believe in life. If we are alone, we suffocate. The walls encroaching upon us and eventually surrounding us. If you feel suffocated, reach out to anyone and everyone. Your life is precious. 
People care about you. Jewish tradition is obsessively focused on you, the individual person. The human being is not an abstract concept in Judaism. The individual is at the center of Jewish law. Our faith insists that the human creature is uniquely endowed with dignity. You have made us little less than the divine, wrote the psalmist, and adorned us with dignity, honor, glory, and majesty. You are distinctive and special. Resist any contemporary norm or so-called expert that seeks to diminish or suppress your personal dignity and worth. You are not simply a more highly evolved monkey. You are adorned with honor and glory. Each of us is equal in the sight of God, possessing equal worth and equal dignity. No matter what station we are at in life, what is our net worth, what is our social status or achievement? The immigrant at the border, the refugee fleeing war with nothing but the clothes on her back and the baby at her breast are equal to the highest and mightiest official. This is the essence of religion, and it is the essence of Judaism. The ability to recognize your own glory is the unique gift of being human. We alone have self-awareness. The sages teach, beloved is man who was created in the image of God. It was an act of still greater love that it was made known to us that we were created in the image of God. Self-knowledge and the capacity for self-reflection, consciousness of ourselves, is a gift uniquely endowed to us, the human being, the pinnacle of all creation. But also know this about yourself. This gift often burdens us. We have no rest. Our hearts are heavy and our minds are perplexed. When we suffer, we are aware of our suffering, and this awareness creates a uniquely human response. Why did I not die at birth, Job proclaims. Judaism knows we will suffer. Our tradition tells us that we will both triumph and fail. We will move forward and fall backward. We will conquer and retreat. 
The sages urged us to keep going, a human creature forever dignified in both victory and defeat. Know that you matter. You are not alone. You are not a cog in the wheel. You are not invisible. People care about you. The community cares about you. God cares about you. To live is to need help. Help me. I am depressed. Help me. I am alone. Help me. I am confused. Help me. I am misunderstood. Help me. I am outcast. Help me. I am vulnerable. Help me. I am ill. May we devote ourselves to helping and healing. May it be said about us, when I was suffering, you comforted me. When I was lonely, you embraced me. When I was vulnerable, you prayed with me. When I was empty, you inspired me. When I was hopeless, you dreamed with me. When I was weary, you invigorated me. When I was sad, you cried with me. When I was happy, you rejoiced with me. When I was searching, you found me. When I was conflicted, you soothed me. When I was outcast, you took me back. <laughs>